0: Alhamdulillah. Listen to Islam tomorrow. We're doing a question and answer series pertaining to subject of the youth. Specifically, in general, we're talking about the families, but supposed to be about the youth and what's the role in Islam. I have a question. If a woman wants to have a child after marriage, but her husband doesn't want to, What should she do? Well Bismillah First and foremost Remember Islam is about Rights and limits Rights and limits There's the balance in Islam We don't say everybody's got Unconditional rights You have rights but they're limited But the first and foremost right in Islam Without limit Is Allah's right to be worshipped Alone, without any partners, Allah has the first right in Islam. Nothing supersedes that. Number two, the Prophet's right on us that we follow him. Then, after that, is the rights of the parents. Their rights must never be, ever be compromised, except if they want you to do something that's not Islam. Then, after that, brothers your wife has rights on you and and you have rights on her when you get married it is to have children that is what islam is teaching you you get married for what to have children that's why you get married it's her right to have children and it's your right to have children If a woman said well I want to wait she doesn't have that right nor does the man have the right to say well I don't want any children right now because that's from Allah maybe Allah is not going to give you any children anyway you don't know that but you don't take somebody else's rights away from them if both of you don't want to have any children right now that might be a different story but still, it's going to be up to a law. There is an example about this in the Rasul Sa in his life. Somebody came to him and was talking about a form of contraceptive uh, operative operation that they used to do, which basically was that a man would not finish. It would stop. And they thought that this would keep the woman from getting pregnant. So when they talked to Rasul Alaihi about it, he said, "It doesn't matter if she's going to get pregnant she's going to get pregnant it's going to happen that's from a law some of the scholars took that to mean that it wasn't a problem and some say that it is a problem so you can play that game until the cows come home but i'm telling you the wife has the right to children if she wants children who are you to stop her that's why you got married And if it's about finance, why did you forget what Allah said in the Quran? You don't kill your children because you're afraid that they're going to be in competition for your food. Is that true or false? And by the way, some birth control kills, kills the little tiny baby just as it's conceived. Did you know that? Fries them, burns them up. I don't know if you knew that or not. Think about this before you get into those kind of games. You're here to have worship for Allah. Allah said that. You're here just for worshiping Allah on His terms. You're not here trying to build your Jannah. I want more money. I want more power. I want a bigger house. Who are you? Why did you forget that this is all waiting for you in Jannah? But when you play these games, you may be sacrificing that. Or delaying it. You know, it's a long time in hell before you get out to go to Jeddah. I don't want to play that game. Come on, guys. Let's work together here. I know you didn't want to hear that one. But I have to tell you, that's how it is. It seems hopeless that I will ever find a wife in Islam. I should say, okay. I'm not going to read the whole thing uh, because... Brother, this would be not fair to you. But you are asking solutions for a difficulty. Some people, when they come to Islam from non-Muslim environment, they have nobody to help them. I went through that myself because after I got in Islam, my wife left. A lot of people don't know that. I don't talk about it that much. She became Muslim, alhamdulillah, she's still Muslim, alhamdulillah. But she still left, and it was a surprise to everybody. Nobody believed that she would do such a thing, because we stayed married all those years as not Muslim, you knowing it into Islam, <laughs> then she left. It was a shock, especially to me. But there I was, and I had two little girls, and no wife. And I figured, hey, who would want to marry an old guy with two little girls, Especially, I'm a Muslim convert. I don't know anything about Islam. I don't know what's up or down. I don't want to get married to somebody that's not Muslim because, you know, I know that's going to compound my problem. And to top things off, I had lost my business and due to this situation with my wife, I had also had no place to stay except my dad. What would I do? I said, it's hopeless. And I had almost given up. I had gone months and months and just... Said, okay, that's it. But then a brother told me about something that you get up in the middle of the night, you make wudu. If you can go to the masjid, it's even better. Which was easy for me with two little girls. I can take them anywhere, you know. They were real quiet, good little girls. I stayed in the masjid with some brothers. Got up in the night and did what they said, which is to pray to Rekha and cry to Allah and tell him about it. He already knows. But now you're at that happened on a Saturday night on Sunday I felt 100% better I don't know why I just felt better on Monday I met the lady who I'm married to now Muslim she also grew up in a Christian church very religious then went to Islam also went to a divorce that shocked her the same way couldn't have any children she had cancer and thought that she would never find a husband and of course never have any children and Allah delivered her two little girls and a cute husband. No, I'll tell the truth. It was me. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> then for the last 13, 14 years that we've been married, uh, she has raised those girls and they call her mother and she calls them her daughters and nobody knows any. They look alike. Well, they're not her kids. They're her kids, but not biologically. So I'm going to tell you that the only thing stopping a solution to your problem is you. Allah doesn't want you to get married yet. And he's opening an opportunity for you to worship him more. Spend time with him and increase your ibadah. Increase this worship to him and come to him more and more in the night especially. And if you said, well, I didn't get married three days later, I didn't get married. A week later, I didn't get married. So what? The one you love the very most is Allah and you're getting closer to him so what else do you want the object of the muslims by the way is not 70 naked girls in paradise like they said in the newspaper that is not our object never was never will be our object as every muslim boy or girl is that we want to be with Allah in the next life we want to see Allah isn't that right so who do you love? Allah. More than anything? Yes. And the Prophet ﷺ says, the Umar one." your Iman is not complete until you love me more than anything else. And he's telling him, he said, I love you more than anything except me. He said, No. Not until you love me more than yourself. He said, Okay, then I love you more than myself. He said, okay, now. That's when you're It's that. Put that first and you'll be fine. And don't worry about it. And by the way, I guarantee you, you, you've got a lot more going for you than you think. A lot more going for you than you think. Because you're Muslim. That's enough right there. Okay. next question you mentioned earlier that woman is created from Adam's rib that's right this is mentioned in Old Testament not in the Quran it's not mentioned in the Injil you said Injil Injil is New Testament Torah is Old Testament and actually it is mentioned in Islam real clear it's very clear that Eve is created out of Adam and in the hadith it says the curved bone and there's no difference for us don't say oh that's just hadith because if you ever do that I'm going to ask you a question how do you know how to pray five times a day that's not in the Quran either so in any hadith it's mutawatir. there's no argument at all that that's just the same thing it's a part of explaining Quran The rest of this is not legible enough, but I can read it. I'm sorry, I wish I could, but I can't. We got one here, and I'm going to read this. I went through it, practiced it before I turned on the, the recorder here. <laughs> said, I think most of us parents tend to teach our children self-restraint re- and patience until they are actually able to afford to get married, usually one year or two, after they graduate from university. I'm going to stop who told you this is what you're supposed to do to your children teach them restraint restraint from what if you had a horse and you want this horse to be a good runner and he's a year old you said no not yet he's two years old you said no not yet he's three years old Okay, now I'm ready to take my three year old horse on a racetrack and let him run i got news for you this horse won't make it all the way around because he never ran He's finished before Yeah, we get started Because he has nothing to build on And he's too old Who created the human being? You And not only that But you know that's wrong Because that is not what we were taught That is not what's Islam But you said well, I want them to restrain themselves From what? Because it's what you want Yeah but they need education Who said so? Well, if they don't get education, they won't get a big house. That's right. They won't be rich. That's true. But they'll be poor. And I'll go back and ask you what I asked you before. You want to follow the result? Oh, yeah. Exactly. You betcha. How many chairs did he own? Oh, shit. This is modern times. No. Come on be honest, when he was given a herd of camels a herd of sheep a herd of goats how many did he keep for himself? None when he was receiving gold and silver and jewels when they were conquering so many lands and all his money coming to Bethlem, how much did he keep for himself? now I'm going to go easy on you that was a pretty tough one. I'm going to go easy on you. But we are not prophets. You go, yeah, right, thanks. Let us off the hook. And as a matter of fact, the companions were allowed to divide the booty and they were allowed to have things and some of them were wealthy. Whew. Okay. I was scared you were going to send us all the Salvation Army tonight to go to sleep.
1: No, I'm not.
0: But I just want to put your mind at least for a couple of minutes thinking about what it's like to do without. Just a couple minutes. Come on. Think about it. Children have rights and one of their rights is to get married when they're old enough. And not everybody's the same. You don't teach somebody how to restrain themselves when it comes to this need because not everybody is the same. And I'm going to be real candid with you. Don't get mad at me. But you said something, so I need to be candid so you won't misunderstand the answer. And I really don't care if you get mad at me anyway. If you need to go to the bathroom, and I tell you, no, I don't need to go, why do you need to go? Is that fair? No, we both drink this uh, bottle of water, this Sparklet's water. I got, uh, how many ounces? Sixteen and point nine ounces. Okay? You drink one, I drink then I'll drink another and you'll drink another then all of a sudden you say I need to go to the bathroom no I don't need to go, you don't need to go either have you ever ridden in a car with somebody like that, you said, could you pull over I need to die, I don't need to stop why do you need to stop huh now how do you like that when somebody tells you that about something that you know you can't help this is something for you I need to go can I please go, no you can't why Because I don't think you need to. I think you can restrain yourself. Can't you restrain yourself? What if somebody has to, I'm sure you again, but what if they have to throw up? And you told them, well, I don't see why you need to throw up. Just hold it. You know, we're going to come up to your roadside park in about a half hour or so, and just put put your finger in your mouth and don't do it. And what will happen? I use these because I want you to have something to equate this to. Some people want very much to get married so they can legally do what their body's telling them they need to do. And if you don't, then it's your fault if they get in trouble. It is your responsibility. You did not allow them their right to get married. You have to let them have their rights. And you can do it, and we did it in our family. I wanted my daughter to get married. I knew a boy who needed to get married. They weren't ready financially, no. They weren't ready according to what we call our standards for education. So we talked to both of them and we worked it out. They could get married, still live with their parents, but when they could be together, they could be together and this can take this pressure off. There's also emotional stress that comes from not knowing, will I ever get married? Will I ever meet anybody? Will anybody ever care about me? This is normal for a boy or a girl. So this solves the problem. They get married, you choose who you think is a good candidate for the girl or the boy, and then you go to them and say, listen, what do you think about this girl or this boy? And then let them meet them and let them decide. But no hanky-panky no being alone together no writing emails back and forth no phone conversations unless you're monitoring right there listening until they get married and once they get married that's none of your business anymore they can talk and do what they want to do that's why they get married if they do not have intercourse but they're married they can do whatever they want to do but if they don't have intercourse and decide after six weeks a year or whatever that they don't want to be married to each other anymore they don't need to be divorced that can just be cancelled because they did not consummate the marriage Islam has something very nice that's better than engagement by the way because during this time if they have intercourse and have a baby then it's a legal baby they can still get divorced of course if they needed to but at least the baby has a proper name and proper respect for both parties. But if the girl remains virgin, they don't have intercourse, and they would like to not be married after they find out each other carries, They don't, you know, don't get along, something like that. It's canceled, and she's still considered as a virgin girl because she is. But she has to give back the month It's not fair for her to keep the forty thousand dollars. That the, no, <laughs> this is a problem people want too much money they these times of marriage the parents the families are turning this into a uh, money-making deal and it's wrong okay so we talked about that maybe more than I wanted to but I want to be sure you understood what I said stop trying to live their lives for them let them have their rights Okay, it said, is the Uthmani Quran a bid'ah? Uthmani Quran? What are you talking about? This has got to do with anything to do with the family. And is there such a thing as a good bid'ah? When Islam came, people were worshiping other than Allah, people were worshiping whatever. So when Islam came to the Arabian Peninsula it was brand new and it was a uh, bid'ah so that would be the only good bid'ah that I can think of but once Islam was totally revealed and Allah said Allah forgive me for the poor memory when Allah says on this day I have perfected your way of life for you conferred my favor on you and selected for you to submit to me in total submission I translated all the Arabic words that was it there's no need for you to add to or take away anything from the deen and the sharia is complete so therefore after that anything that comes as the bidah will be a bad bidah nothing good after that but Uthmani Quran I don't know what you're talking about it doesn't really pertain to the family thing so Maybe you could send it to me as an email and we'll find out where that goes from there. We'll be listening to Islam tomorrow. We've been talking about the family with a particular focus on the youth. And as far as bid'ah is concerned there, is this what we've been talking about, making these kids wait till they're 30 years old and have four or five degrees and a house and all the rest of it, that is totally a bid'ah. That is not in Islam. That is an innovation, something not good. And um, I ask Allah to forgive me for any mistakes. Anything good was from Allah, and anything bad or mistakes was from me. And I pray for all of our Muslim youth everywhere. And I, in particular, I'm praying for all of the Muslim families right here in Claremont, California. But really, all the Muslim families everywhere. And I ask Allah to make it easy for them and guide them. And bring us together as good Muslims in this life and in the next life. Ameen. Bismillah. khair Stay tuned for more right here at IslamTomorrow.com.